Welcome back to Say More Words. I'm so excited that you're here, and I'm so excited that my brother is here um, to sit and talk with you, Brian Hall. But first, Brian, before you have you introduce yourself, if you could tell us, what is the song of the day? So the song of today, I would say for me, I was as I was coming here to, to sit down and do this show with Tamika today was uh, This Is How We Fight Our Battles um, by Michael W. Smith. Okay, all right then. This is how we fight our battles. I love that. Yes. Um, so much power sorry. in worship. There's so much power in worship. Yes. So much power. You know, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy to make it because you know, you know, Paul was sitting in a prison, and he was, you know, literally they were getting ready to crucify him upside down, and Paul started worshiping. He started worshiping and, and, and it's a beautiful picture of worship because the Bible, even the, um, the inmates, the other inmates started worshiping and accepting Jesus. And then the, then the guards started worshiping. What was really cool about this with worship. This is how I fight my battles is that, uh, they, Paul started worshiping and then the chains, the Bible says that the chains broke off of him and the walls came crumbling down. And so there's so much mm -hmm. power in worship. So even anybody that watches this today understand that that power in worship is literally things that you have going on in your life, struggles, bondage, whatever it may be. Worship may be the thing that breaks it off. Mm. And you know, I love a good song, mm -hmm. but it's even more powerful when it's a worship song. Right. So y'all, I want to introduce you to Brian Hall. He's one of my favorite people. And you know that when I go through my years and I look at my life, I'm, like, I'm just so very grateful of the people that are just all of a sudden just dropped inside of my lap. Like this is like, God's like, this is, you need this person. Here you go. Mm -hmm. And Brian Hall is one of them. So Brian, if you could introduce yourself, tell everyone a little bit about you. Yeah. I'll give you my little elevator speech. Uh, first, thank you for it. having me. You are an amazing human. I, I, I love you dearly. I love your husband, your family. And uh, it's just an honor to be able to even speak here, but also to be able to, to, to speak into your life as well. And so, um, you know, I am, I've been a pastor for over 20 years. I've uh, uh, gone on up through all the ranks of, of ministry from middle school to high school to college to associate executive leads, senior pastor, planted churches, um, have started nonprofits, very successful nonprofits. And then... Uh, seven years ago, God gave me a God dream and said, you are going to walk away from it all and you are going to be a spiritual coach, a spiritual advisor, a pastor, and a mentor to celebrities, uh, influencers, entrepreneurs, and CEOs. And uh, I thought it was crazy. I ran from it, but you cannot run from your God-given destiny because God will chase you down until you do it. And so I, I finally jumped into it and uh, seven years to today i um i've coached over a thousand of the biggest names in the world god has blessed it he's touched it and, and ultimately i've seen just so many radical transformations and lives changed and bondage broken and and just so much favor in people's lives and so yes that's what i do i i, I uh it's not the church building anymore i'm actually doing what the Bible says is being the church, because ultimately mm. we are the church, not a building. We are the church. So just going out, loving on people, serving people, giving them hope and uh, do uh, pastoring, walking with them, shepherding them in the valley moments and the, in the uh, mountain moments, just being there with them. 
Yeah. And you are so very good at that Aww, in, that's... in all of the, like, you know, I've, I've heard the stories and I've got the chance to work with you and walk alongside you. It's just the things that you're doing. And I love that you said, like, I, I am the church and it doesn't have to be a building. One of the most profound things my dad ever said, uh, or I ever heard my dad say when I was younger, he's like, I am more close to God when I'm out in the middle of the lake that he created and I can talk to him there than I am inside of your building. Yeah. Amen. And so I love that you are walking amongst the people and doing mm -hmm. it. Um, one of the things I haven't really talked about on the podcast, I don't think, is that, and I say every time I speak, I say I am a very spiritual person. I believe in God and Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And I, that, it is my own religious belief. I believe in the universe and I believe, you know, in the angels and we are guided as long as we listen. And I tell people all the time, I'm like, you don't have to believe what I believe, but this is what I believe. And so mm. it's very important to me to have you in my space because I think the way that you talk about religion and God and Jesus is in such a, it's in a, everyone is welcome here way, as opposed to like, if you don't follow these rules, you don't get to be in my space. Right, right. And I think that's I think that's where, you know, a lot of people are church hurt. And I think a lot of people are, you know, they struggle. They struggle because let's face it, you know, when we when we think Christianity, when we think of uh, the church, we think the first thing that pops in most people's heads is hypocrite. And and, yeah. and so, you know, the thing is, is we're all dirty. We're all broken and, and we're all saved by just a gracious and amazing savior. And so, you know, that's why, you know, for me, it's like I coach Muslims, atheists, Jewish, I mean, you name it. And I've coached them and I've worked with them because the thing is, is I'm not about religion. Religion is what we see in the Middle East, battles, wars. Uh, this is what they fight over. And, and it's not about religion. It's about relationship. And, and, and so that's what I've always pushed with everyone I coach is, is not, it's not about a religion. It's not about, it's about a relationship with your creator and uh, he loves us so much and he's our father. And, and then, and so, yeah. So can you tell us a little bit about like your story, how you got to where you are, like um, mm -hmm. the, the colorful aspects of life that I, I think there's a lot of people who think maybe they're not worthy to be in the space of like having that kind of relationship because they've had a colorful life or a colorful childhood yeah. or they've made colorful decisions. Yeah. Um, so tell us a little bit about your story and kind of how you got here. Yes. So that is the, that's the greatest part. So I always say to people, and I'll say it again, is anyone can speak, but you have to earn the right to be heard. And so, Ooh, the, the, it, it, and what's so great about that is, is, you know, even with like, you see protests today and you see people protesting all the time. And, and, and the thing is, is God bless them. That's their amendment. But at the end of the day, it's like, you haven't earned the right to be heard. And so how do you earn that right to be heard is, I believe that your story is the bridge to another person's heart that Jesus can walk across and save. Our story is powerful. Our story is our message. And, and, and our mess is our message. Our testimony is our message. And so how do you relate to people? You tell them your story. And so hopefully, uh, you know, I can earn that right to speak into your viewers' lives today. So my, my, my story is I was a drug addict, an alcoholic, a sex addict. I, I lost everything in bankruptcy. I had a child at a very young age out of wedlock. I had mouth cancer. I OD'd on drugs and had a heart attack. I was completely rock bottom, lost everything in my life. Uh, I, I found that you don't know that God is all you got until God is all you have. And, and I was in that place in my life. I was completely rock bottom. But I prayed a prayer one night, laying in my fam family's open field. And I said, God, if you're real, come into my life. 
I need you. I can't do this on my own anymore. And then I prayed an audacious prayer. I said, use my story to enhance your kingdom and to glorify you. And uh, three weeks later, I met my smoking hot supermodel virgin seminary wife. Uh, I, I never understood why he gave me something so perfect and pure uh, because I was, a, I was a hellion. I was a crazy nut. And uh, he gave me something so pure, but it's a picture of who Jesus is, actually. Something so pure for something so dirty. And that's what yeah. he gave me and my wife. And so I'm a big believer that you and your destiny equals other people and their destiny. And my wife put me in my destiny. She elevated me into my destiny. She, she told me the first day she met me that she was going to marry a pastor. And I laughed at her. I said, girl, that is definitely not me. <laughs> well, 22 years later, here I am. And I've been pastoring for a very, very long time. So uh, God is good. All the time. <laughs> All the time. That's so fun. I love um, one of the things you and I talk about pretty regularly is, you know, listening to that destiny. Like, I think that's one of the things. Part of the reason why I think you're in my life is so that I listen to that more often because I, I'm really difficult. And I think there are a lot of people who are difficult and don't listen. I don't believe in coincidences, but. I will, I'll see something and I'm like, meh, try again, try again right. harder. And so one of the things you're helping me with is kind of like honing that voice and belief. Mm -hmm. um, and so what, you know, she shows up, but obviously you had to move. So what made you move deeper into that relationship? I think for me, that's a great question. I think for me is I, I was so broken and, mm. and I was in so much pain, I just wanted someone to help me. I wanted someone to, I wanted to see something that was the other side of me and the opposite. And, and she was the total opposite. She was just something that I looked at that I was like, wow, this woman is perfect. This woman is great. I mean, she could change my life. She could help me. She could, this is what I need. Because I was always, you know, man, I was... I was, I was, I was with the ghetto girls, man. They, they were crazy, <laughs> you know, you know, and then, and I always tell my wife, I always put the song on still. I think it's DMX. I always say, why do good girls like bad guys? Because my wife met me and I'm like, you know, she, she was like, Hey, she goes, I took you on. I knew, uh, if you were with me, God was going to change you. And, and, uh, he did. Now it didn't happen overnight. I don't, I don't tell no. anybody this is going to happen overnight. I'm still, a nut and uh, my wife still has to put me in check all the time but uh she is uh, women are what i love about women so much is i found that women are so sensitive to the holy spirit but more than men it's really interesting to me you guys just have such a sweet spirit and it's so sensitive to the holy spirit's guiding and direction and so um i still to this day Anytime I speak or preach or anytime I eat, sometimes even even clients that I coach, I'll go to my wife and say, hey, will you pray about this? Will, will, you, will you give me a word? You know, just give me some insight because she's just so knowledgeable and so much wisdom uh, that God has graced her with. But yeah, I tell people all the time, I'm like, I'm saved and, and you know, and I'm full of joy, but I grew up hood adjacent. So don't try me. Like, I've just. <laughs> I, I will smack you. <laughs> I, will, I will tell the spirit to look away right. and we That's will right. have a moment. That's right. I'll flip some table overs in the temple. Mm. Yeah. And walk out. That's you right. Know? So what would you say? Like, you know, it, it takes time and it takes baby steps and it takes courage, I think, and belief to, you know, go down the path of believing in something 
outside of you that you can't see. So what do would you say is, I don't, I don't want to say the word easy because in my mind it's like, what's the easiest way to start? It's like, mm-hmm. h- how do you start? Like how does someone who maybe does have some church hurt or, you know, past religious beliefs that maybe they don't align with, but they still believe, like how does someone go from ratchet to yeah. I'm going to follow? I think, I think you have to distinguish people and Jesus. I think you mm. have to distinguish between the two. And people are the, are the ones that hurt you. It wasn't Jesus. And, yeah. and I, think I, had, I think I had to wrap my head around, you know, because people, we're all broken. We're all jacked up and we all got issues. And that's why, like, everyone's like, well, I'm going to go to this church or I'm going to go to this church. And I'm like, I don't care what church you go to. It's a, it's a church full of problems and you're going to have a problem. <laughs> I mean, you put a bunch of people in a room together, you're going to have issues, you're going to have problems. And, and that's the thing is I think you just have to say, you know what, this is a people problem, not a Jesus problem. And, and, and just have that, that personal relationship with him. And, and I think that's, for me, you know, it's just this intimate relationship with my father. I live my life by, if we can say that God is the CEO of your life and you're the president, that's where things start changing. If you can, you know, what happens when you work for someone, a CEO? Well, guess what? If you're the president, vice president, whoever you are, you have to run everything through the CEO. And that's the thing is like in my life, and and I think this intimate relationship you're building with the father is start running everything through the CEO. Start running everything through the father. That's what you're supposed to do. That's what a relationship looks like with Jesus. And so there's nothing that I do that I don't uh, filter through the spirit and, and, and filter mm-hmm. it through God. Mm. What would you say is the easiest way to listen? Cause yeah. I think that's what pro- people have a problem with too, is like the trust and maybe it's a mm-hmm. problem. Maybe I'm answering the question myself. Cause like a lot of people don't trust themselves so that mm-hmm. they don't trust anything outside of them either. Um, but what would you say is the easiest way to, to believe what you hear? Yeah. Well, I would say first you, we have to listen more because mm. I, don't, I don't think any of us listen really at all. And, and, you know, it's like, I'll, I'll never forget, you know, it's like we, we go to prayer and I think anybody that listens to this is probably gonna, you know, feel this is, you know, we're like, God, you know, I need a breakthrough or God, I need healing or I need God, I need uh, this, 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 or can you do this or can you do that? Or thank you for this or whatever. And then we just say, man, and we go to bed and we go on with our day. And I think, you know, God's saying, Hey, you know, like, can I say something here? You know? And I think, I think that's, I think that's the biggest problem with prayer nowadays is we pray, but we don't understand that we're actually talking to someone. And so it's just mm. like when I talk to you, you listen, you talk, I listen. It's the same way with the creator of the world. And so it's this learning process of, of listening to God. And, and, it's not, and, and, and it's not easy. I mean, it's taken me years and years and years to, to listen to the Father and hear his voice and, and, and hear. Uh, because it's, it's like I'll, I'll even pray. I was, I, was, I was telling one guy this, that I, when I pray, I'll actually ask God, like, God, if it's a no, um, and I need you to like, and this is a bold prayer, by the way. So if you don't want this to happen, don't pray it. But I, I did it because I needed, I, I wanted to hear God. As I said, make my stomach hurt. Make me feel really ill if it's a no. And, and, and he does. I swear he answered the prayer. And anytime that I have to make a yeah. decision and I pray about it, I will get sick to my stomach. It's like hitting a brick wall 
And, and I know it is a definite no. But then if it's a yes, I feel this, this spirit come over my body, this peace that surpasses all understanding. And I know immediately that this is a yes. This is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to hire this person. I'm supposed to fire this person. I'm supposed to do this contract, uh, sign this contract. I'm not on and on and on. But it, it comes with this, this pursuing the father constantly, yeah. just pursuing him. Having a, he, mm-hmm. he, he pursues us, but we don't pursue him. And so yeah. he's, he's sitting here with all of us right now. And he's like, just pursue me and I will blow your flipping minds. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. That's a whole ass word, but yeah. that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's, it's so funny. It, speaking of what I just said, I, you know, I was talking to a friend once and I'm like, I'm like, listen here, Jesus, saddle up. We've got some shit to talk about. Yeah, She's yeah. like, you swear when you pray. I'm like, he knows who he created. That's okay. Right, like that's I right, just, right. sometimes it's that's necessary. Right. That's right. That's right. But Hey, that's, I mean, that, all in all, it's biblical. I mean, I could go for story after story of people yelling at God, crying to God. God don't, I mean, God just wants you to talk to him. It don't, it, you know, show you talk, up. just show up. So it doesn't matter how you show up, just show up. Oh, amen. I love yeah. it. I love it. Yeah. Um, what would you say? Now, this is probably a big ask, but you know what? Just go with me here. Yeah. Uh, what would you say is the verse that reigns supreme in your life? Like, it doesn't mm-hmm. matter what situation where you're at. What do you always come back to? Uh, Psalms 23, five, uh, you prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies and my cup overfloweth. Um, mm. the, 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 the reason, uh, for that is, is you are going to be the thief, the, the devil comes to steal, kill and destroy. And so you're always, when you're a follower of Christ, when you're, when you're a follower, follower of Jesus, you're always going to be attacked. You're always going to have haters. And I know we say, let our haters be our motivators, but God actually says that I prepare a table before you in the presence of your enemies and your cup overfloweth. And so with that said, man, I'm about to blow some people's minds here. I'm going to start preaching. Here we go. So listen, go, go. I'm in. There's things that God is blessing you with this week, next month, next year could actually be a curse next week, the next week, the next month, the next year, because the thing is, is God blesses us, okay? So he, he wants to bless us. He wants us to bless us in front of our enemies. And so, so here's the thing, Tamika, is if you walk away or run away from your enemies, God has to bring you back to that place to bless you. And so our, 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 our live, how we live our lives, we're like, we get attacked and we want to run. We want to, we, oh my gosh, I got a hater. I got to run away from this hater. I got to, but God's saying, hold up. Here's the scripture that says, I actually prepared a table before you in the presence of your enemies. And now your cup's going to overflow within your lap. I'm going to bless you in front of your enemies. And so the word is, is like, listen, I want to bless you today. And so I think I've learned because I've been hurt so much and I've been attacked so much and my broken boxes, man, you talk about Jesus and you're just going to be attacked. You know what I mean? And, 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 and and so the thing is, is what I found is, is that it's, it's, I look at it as a blessing. So if you're being attacked, you're being blessed. God's going to bless you and he's going to bless you in front of your, your enemies. But I also think like the things that God on a side note, the things that God is blessing you with today, you may look at them 
in a, in a month or a year. And you're like, why is this blessing that God gave me feel like a curse now? And I think what God is showing me and in, in my life at this time is, is like, what is your alignment? What is like your alignment in your life? Because God told us it should be God first, your family second, and everything else third. And so what I've found is a lot of people, they're out of alignment. And so the things that God has blessed them with have become curses in their life. And so like if, you're, if, you're, if, if, if your husband is, you know, say uh, God is, you know, say, you're, say your husband's first and everything else is second and God is third. Well, guess what? Your husband is now, that's your curse. Do you see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like people are like, oh, my mm -hmm. marriage, oh, my marriage, oh, my marriage. And I'm like, well, where's the alignment at? Is God first, your husband second, and everything else third? And they're like, no, no, I don't even like my husband, actually. He just lives with me, you know? But the thing is, is like, right? you're out of you're out of you alignment. You see that all the time. And so, and so what God has blessed you with has become a curse. And so we got to get back in alignment. Mm. That's so, and okay, so I had a conversation this morning and it was pretty profound. And it, I think we may have had this conversation. I don't know. My favorite is to much who, to, to whom much is given, much is expected. Mm -hmm. And I, I love your version of haters too. Cause like whenever a client of mine gets a hater, they're like, Oh, I got a one-star review. I'm like, awesome. That's yeah. so good. Cause something so good is coming. Like anytime right. something happens, I'm like, that means blessings yeah. are on their way. Like reframing right. the mindset, but you know, to who much is given. And you know, I think a lot of times too, like it's really easy for people to see, you know, their blessings and see like that, you know, God was so good to me for giving me this. And mm -hmm. I was talking with this morning, I had breakfast with the police officer who saved me on um, mm -hmm. the night, everything that happened with my family. And mm -hmm. I told him, I'm like, to whom much is given, much is expected. I go, it sucks that it happened. And I don't believe that God wanted it to happen to us, but he did want to use us as vessels mm -hmm. post it. And I'm like, so right. like people, it's really easy people for people to see the blessings, but it's really hard for people to see like when something really bad happens and I don't wish mm -hmm. bad things on people, but we're right. hashtag human and hard things happen. Like it's That's sometimes right. it's hard for people to see like through those hard things, you will see more of God on the other side of it than you will while the hard thing is happening. That's right. And like, it well, is a really good blessing to use. Oh my gosh. Well, here's the thing is, is the enemy is necessary. The enemy is mm. necessary. And so biblically, spiritually speaking, you know, Peter he denies Jesus three times, but then Peter, so Jesus is in the wilderness. He's getting ready to be crucified. I mean, literally, they're getting ready to take him, and he's getting ready to go through the whole trial process. And Peter comes up to Jesus in the wilderness and says, Jesus, like, we got to get you out of here, bro. Like, they're coming for you. Like, they're going to kill you. And Jesus looks at Peter, and he says, get behind me, Satan. Then Judas walks up. And everybody knows Judas because he's the biggest hater in the game, right? And so <laughs> Judas, so Judas walks up, and Judas, the, the 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 priest, the high priest, throw the gold uh, at at Judas's feet, and Judas picks it up, and Jesus walks up to him and gives Judas a kiss, gives him gives Judas a kiss, and says that thanks him, thanks him, calls him friend, calls him friend. Are you kidding me? So here's the, so here's the picture is Judas was elevating Jesus into his destiny to save the whole entire world. Peter was trying to pull Jesus out of his de destiny. So what does that say? The enemy is necessary. Anything that happens to us, any battles that we go through, any people that come after us, 
the enemy is necessary to elevate us into our God-given destiny. Oh. Shut it down. <laughs> dumb. So dumb. And I love it so much. And there's somebody who definitely needs to hear that. Because there, it's, you know, one of the concepts that I look at, I'm like, you can either stay a victim or you can become a victor. And if you, like, I think sitting not sitting in victimhood, but like realizing the whatever it is that's happening is very important, but also like moving into that, like this evil was necessary to get me to shit. I love it. Yeah. We're done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so good. And that's what yeah. I love about you, Brian, is that you like one of the hard parts, I think for some people about religion is that there's, there's some people that just memorize the book. And I th mm -hmm. think that's why I was so, I mean, I didn't grow up in a religious home. <coughs> Excuse me. I didn't grow up in a religious home. Um, so it just, it felt like just memorizing a book and mm -hmm. it did, it didn't make sense. And you really do bring the scripture to a place where it's like, okay, like these are actually stories and here's mm -hmm. what you can learn from said stories and how they apply to your life today. And that's, I mean, I think for somebody who didn't grow up with it or maybe has a resistance to any kind of relationship with God or Jesus, like you just make it so real. Oh, thank and that's you. the best part about you. It's the best. Oh, I just, I well, love the conversations that we get to have. Well, you are the best and I appreciate you. And I can honestly say for you is, you know, I, I kind of given a prophetic word here. This is kind of cool is, you know, is I believe Number one, if if someone needs the best mindset performance coach out there, you are that person. You you have you have the sweetest spirit. Uh, God's hand is upon you, and uh, you know I know you and me are talking. We can't wait. We're going to be doing some, some great things together. So your viewers better watch out because we're going to blow some things up here in 2024. But I just know that the the hand of the Lord is upon you, and and I know that this year is going to be bigger than any year that you've ever seen in your life. And so I'm just excited that number one, when you're on the mountaintop, I'll be down there cheering you on and lifting you up and, and giving you, uh, giving you all types of praise. So yeah. can't wait. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, I can't wait. Yeah. I was going to, you know, drop a little preview for people inside of, you know, in 2024, there's just going to be different ways to, um, mm -hmm. believe in yourself and to to strengthen your relationship and and to have masterminds and and Brian and I are coming together and it, it is it's going to be one of those things where it's like listen we're here let's go that's right that's let's right make your life wait. better I that's can't right. wait either well Brian I am so happy that you had the time um, to be here with us to talk to my audience and to my people I think there's a lot of people who no, I'm not, I don't think, I know there's a lot of people who just need to be in your space because mm -hmm. like I said, the way that you talk about the word is, is unlike anything that I've had before. And I just truly appreciate our relationship and that you were one of those people that were dropped into my lap this year that I'm, I get to love forever. So thank yeah. you so much for being here. I'm going to put your handles on. Um, so everybody, your, his handles to follow him is going, are going to be in the show notes and, Stay tuned. You want to get on both our emails because as soon as we start releasing stuff, you're going to want to be in the room. That's right. That's right. That's Yay. Right. <laughs> All right, y'all. Well, you have the best day ever. If you need anything, you know how to find us and we'll see you next week. God bless.